earlier. The need for us to develop ourselves around business. This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things black entrepreneurship, politics, news, and events in Hampton Roads and beyond. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Wall Street. Black Wall Street. When I say black, y'all say Wall Street. Black. Black. Welcome, welcome to this 27th edition of Black Wall Street Today with Blair Durham. 27 on the 27th. We are officially more than halfway through our first year. I'm excited. I tell everybody that doing this show is one of the great joys of my week. I truly enjoy everything that we're able to share and everything that I personally get to learn. Uh, A lot of you know that I take very copious notes from our guests as they answer the questions that we prepare. And the show has really been a blessing in that regard. Well, why am I saying all this? I've said every week this month that this is my birthday celebration. I will be 35 years old this Saturday, and we are culminating the month of March with a national guest, a very, very special guest. Today, our show is sponsored by our friends at Flip That Stock, an education and technology company that specializes in teaching beginners how the stock market works and how to use cutting-edge technology to buy and sell stocks. Our guest, Dr. George C. Frazier, is chairman and CEO of FraserNet Incorporated, a company he founded over 30 years ago to lead a global networking and economic development movement for people of African descent. Born in Brooklyn, New York, he was an orphan and a foster child for 15 years. He's written six best-selling books to include Success, Runs in Our Race, and Click, Upscale Magazine named one of the top 50 power brokers in Black America. Dr. Fraser has been featured on seven national magazine covers, including Black Enterprise Magazine. He's received over 350 awards and citations to include induction to the Minority Business Hall of Fame and Museum, as well as three honorary doctorate degrees, a chaplaincy and an ambassadorship. He is a certified financial education instructor and has an insurance license. He also has two 15-year-old urban charter schools with 300 students. In 2016, President Obama awarded Dr. Frazier the President's Lifetime Achievement Award. He's now in the process of launching the WINS Wealth Building Centers and Curriculum. WINS is a refreshing and upgrading of the old school black church wealth ministries. I hope to hear more about that. I firmly believe that family is the cornerstone of community and to that end, I definitely want to commend Dr. Frazier as he's been married to Nora Jean for 45 years and has two sons and two granddaughters. Welcome to the show, Dr. Frazier. Thank you so much. It's an honor to be on. Yes, I'm delighted to have you. Dr. Fraser is joined by Mr. J.R. Fenwick, who is a graduate of Hampton University. He's founder and CEO of Flip That Stock, an education and technology company that specializes in teaching beginners how the stock market works and how to use cutting-edge technology to buy and sell stocks. Uh, J.R. Fenwick is also the award-winning author of How I Quit My $100,000 a Year Job. He's a speaker and trainer. He is no stranger to our show. He's also the recipient of the Community Life Changers Award. Welcome back, Mr. Fenwick. How are you? Hey, I'm doing fantastic, Blair. It is an honor and a pleasure to be on your show again, and in particular with uh, someone I can consider a living legend. Uh, and Dr. George Frazier. So very excited to be on your show today. Yes, I want to thank you and your company so much for pulling this together and for sponsoring this show. I'm excited. We're going to have the full hour to 
um, to cover what I hope will be some life-changing information for our listeners. So again, welcome to you both. Let's let's hit the ground running. Let me ask this. I, last week, we actually did a show um, where we focused on the business of the Black church. And we talked about the Black church's responsibility to this work of economic development and kind of in perusing your bio and learning more about the WINS program, I see that there's an emphasis on the church. Can you share a little bit about that, Dr. Fraser? Yes. Um, the black church, there are 85,000 black churches in America. Um, about 10,000 of them have wealth ministries. Mm. Um, they are a bit outdated. They need to be upgraded. There are 2,500 references to money and wealth and economics in the Bible. Uh, in fact, Jesus, uh, there are only uh, 1,026 words, actual quotes or words from Jesus Christ in the Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, 800 of those words are about money and wealth. And um, so the black church really needs to get in step, in lockstep, with a 21st century pastoral and preaching agenda around wealth and business uh, and helping our people come out of the financial funk uh, and the degrading of our wealth and the lack of financial literacy and education in the context of the black community. The churches that are growing are the churches that are appealing to millennials. Mm. Uh, and this is what millennials want to know about. Yes, we need, as the historically black church has provided us, the moral and spiritual teachings of the black church, which is their primary focus. We love them for that. And as a result of that, they are the most trusted, the most revered, the most respected institutions in our community. This is where black people gather. There's no question about that. And therefore, uh, uh, almost any major wealth curriculum or initiative or financial uh, literacy uh, uh, teachings really has to come through uh, the, the black church. church. There's wow. no question about that. It has to be blessed and it has to be anointed and it has to be supported top down from the black church. And then everything else that we teach our people about wealth, if we have a general curriculum that is uh, systemic and systematized, mm -hmm. uh, can be baked into that curriculum, such as the work that uh, J.R. Finwick does in teaching uh, beginners on how to understand and, and leverage uh, the stock market and, and their other uh, cornerstone financial education initiatives like Operation Hope uh, with John Hope Bryant, who's sort of the godfather of financial education in black America. He's been doing it for 20 years. Mm -hmm. uh, the D-Free movement by Reverend Dr. Buster Suarez uh, out of uh, uh, the uh, 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 um, the Baptist Church in New Jersey, um, Boyce Watkins, who has the Black Business Institute. Sure. There are some incredible initiatives around financial education and business building, and we have to find a way to collaborate. Those, I think, are the, are the cornerstones for financial education in black America. We must find a way to collaborate 
uh, and and to use those as the pillars for teaching our people uh, and, and specifically our children because everything we do we do for our children and right so, now we are out of step with our spiritual teachings uh, Proverbs thirteen twenty two says that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children mm-hmm. and we are not doing that uh, there was a front page article on uh, in USA Today about black baby boomers and their money and basically it said that black baby boomers will be the first generation of Africans in America to raise another generation of Africans in America that will not do better than them. So in the 400-year history of our people, uh, we are the only generation that will leave another generation worse off. We need our behinds kicked. Our ancestors and forefathers must be rolling over in their graves. We cannot participate in that egregious statistic. The Institute of Policy Studies uh, in April of 2016 came out with a 200-page report out of Washington, D.C., that in its essence said that by 2053, 10 years after the majority will become the minority, black median wealth in America will be zero. So if nothing changes, and they do qualify it with that statement, we we are headed into a second slavery. Try to operate and navigate a market-based economy, a democratic capitalistic society without any money. You will not be able to do it. You will be enslaved. uh, And, um, uh, you know, we have to fix this. And so I want to say the next thing and still be loved. White people will not be saving black people. In fact, white people are not even thinking about black people. Who are white people thinking about? And I'm not hating on white people. I think white people are thinking about white people. They're thinking about their husbands, their wives, their communities, their businesses, their neighborhoods, their finances. They ain't thinking about us. Asians are not thinking about us. And you cannot hate on them for that. This is what we must do. We must think about us. We must think about our families, our communities, our education, our children, our businesses, our wealth. And we have to man up and woman up uh, uh, as it relates to this subject matter. So let me say this final thing uh, in conclusion of this rant, and that is the future of black people is not dependent upon how white people treat black people. The future of black people is dependent upon how black people treat black people. Mm-hmm. So we have to connect the dots. We have to leverage more effectively our collective resources and intellectual capital. Because no one is going to do this for us but us. It's been 400 years and we ain't saved. So we have to man up and woman up and create the systems and create the the, the, the plan uh, and create the movement that will educate our people, bring them into the 21st century as it relates to economics and money and business and finance uh, and leverage more effectively the 1.2, 1.5 actually, 1.5 trillion dollar annual economy that exists in the context of our community, which goes in one direction, away from us. We are some of America's most conspicuous consum- yes, consumers. We are. we are the consumption class in this country, my dear, and they are the merchant class. They make stuff, and we buy stuff, and you cannot sustain a culture being a consumption class. Wow. If you are just tuning in, <laughs> this is... Black Wall Street today with Blair Durham. We are uh, 
just wowed right now by Dr. George Frazier, the Dr. George Frazier, giving us an education on all things related to uh, the black economy. Uh, geez, I, I wrote everything down that you said. I do want to I do want to go back really quickly because what's happening here um, as a result of the, the show we put together last week is hopefully the development of a council of churches and i just want to be clear that your program is a curriculum for churches that's correct okay that is it is, it is a faith-based initiative and our goal is to have ten thousand wins w-i-n-d is in david s wealth building centers and the utilization of our culturally specific curriculum uh, by uh, within the next 10 to 12 years. That is our goal, to install an updated, upgraded uh, uh, um, system uh, with, with financial uh, experts. There are, there are over 50,000 black people. I'm sorry, there's 121,000. Let me get this right. 121,000 black people who are licensed in some sort of financial service, right? There are 50,000 of us licensed in insurance. There are 30,000 of us that are in the banking industry. There are 10,000 of us in tax preparation. There are 8,000 of us who are licensed in insurance and, and uh, not insurance, but in stock brokerage and, mm-hmm. and you name it. Just as, 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 uh, he has the kind of credentials and the kind of passion and the kind of love and the kind of working knowledge to help teach our people. So if we were having this conversation 75 years ago, we could legitimately say that we did not have the critical mass of knowledge and education to really educate our people and bring them into the 21st century on financial strategies and tactics that make some sense for us. So uh, that's really what I'm saying. Uh, let, me, let me just say this, and, and again, still be loved. I'll close this rant with these, <laughs> with these two thoughts. To be black and beautiful, means nothing in this world unless you're black and powerful. Powerful is interpreted as money. You cannot be black and proud, brothers and sisters, and be niggas too. Let me say that again. You cannot be black and proud and niggas too. White folks are planning for three generations, and we're planning for Saturday night. That has to end, or we will end up in a second slavery. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. You know what? <laughs> Thank you. I'm going to allow uh, JR, if you would, to. We've got about three minutes till we take our first break. How is it that you happen to meet Dr. Frazier? Well, first of all, you see why uh, I call him a living legend and the power that, uh, that uh, he is sharing with us. Yes. And one thing I, lo- I love about Dr. Frazier is he doesn't candy coat it. Not He's going to put it in your face. He's going to tell it like <laughs> it is. And it needs to be told like that. And so um, this is this is a crazy story. I don't even know if Dr. Frazier knows this whole story. But the short version is, um, growing up, my father used to always watch uh, Tony Brown's Journal, which is a very popular TV show with uh, Tony Brown. And one day I saw Dr. Frazier on here. This was 25, 30 years ago. And right. I was just blown away by what this guy is saying. I was sitting there watching it with my father. So his, he had a book out called Success Runs in Our Race, 
and I went out and bought this book, and I was reading this book on a plane, flying to a music conference. I had a recording studio back then. And I'm reading this book, the plane lands, I walk into the hotel, and as God is my witness, the very first person I run into is Dr. George Crazy, standing right there. Wow. I mean, we literally almost bumped into each other. And I said, I just, you know, bought your book, and uh, was reading the book, and it's outstanding. What are you doing here at a music conference? And uh, <laughs> he was speaking at that music conference. Wow. And so uh, that's how we met. And uh, I told him, uh, after I met him, I said, hey, if you're ever in the D.C. area, I want to have a uh, you know, book signing for you at my house. Uh-huh. He said, okay. And he came out, and, uh, man, we there, there was an earthquake in the D.C. area that night. <laughs> I can imagine that there was. Wow. That's, That's God. It's all God. It's God, right? It's God. It's God. Right. Synchronicity. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it had to be. It is a funny part about it is that um, when you went to speak, I don't know if you remember this, Dr. Frazier, your PA system wasn't working. So right. Me and a buddy of mine, we own a recording studio, so we went back there and fixed it real quick because the room next to us was blasting, uh, you know, rap music. And we were like, they really need to hear your message. And so, uh, yeah, that's how the whole, you know, the whole thing started. Incredible. So, mm-hmm. We are it's headed It's been an down. incredible journey since. Yeah. Okay, so we're excited. We are back now with Dr. George Frazier. He's a six-time best-selling author, uh, as well as a Presidential Lifetime Achievement Award winner. We are so delighted to have you. And then we've got Mr. J.R. Fenwick, Hampton University alum and founder of CEO, founder and CEO rather of Flip That Stock, uh, who is actually sponsoring this particular segment. Welcome back, gentlemen. How are you? Great. Awesome. Great. Awesome. So glad to have you. So let's 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 keep the conversation going. I know we wanted to talk a little bit about uh, the Power Networking Conference, which is 18 years in the making. Can we talk about uh, the success of this this conference? Yeah, uh, thank you uh, for that segue. Um, the Power Networking Conference was selected by Forbes magazine as one of the top five conferences in America not to be missed. Not one of the top five black conferences, although I would be proud of that, but one of the top five of all the conferences in this country not to be missed if, in fact, you are about business development, economic development. Fantastic. Um, And... Yeah, uh, this year will be an exceptional year, a very important year. It's June the 26th through the 29th in Houston, Texas. This is our first year uh, in Houston, Texas. We're very, very excited about that. They have the fifth largest black population uh, in America. There are 50,000 Nigerians uh, in Houston, the largest population of Nigerians outside of Nigeria. Wow. So we have invited... Um, Alhaj Dangote. You, you, you probably are not familiar with Alhaj Dangote uh, to get our International Business Award this year. Uh, he is the richest black person in the entire world. He is worth about $20 billion. Uh, and he is an exemplary, conscious African uh, that employs tens of thousands of African people uh, and uh, has been very, very successful uh, in business. Um, another big guest for our conference this year is Damon John. 
uh, the people's mm. shark, as he calls himself, from Shark mm. Tank. David is a longtime friend of mine. We go back to his early days of Fubu, and so he will be joining us. We'll do it. We'll be doing a special on-stage interview with Damon. He will be getting uh, our uh, Living Legend Award in the area of business, uh, and in addition to the Damon Johns of the world, uh, we have fifty what we call faculty members, of which Jr. is one of our faculty members. Uh, these are fifty brothers and sisters who are. Are experts in every element of business development and economic development and wealth creation and wealth management that you we could we could find these are these are the top experts there are many 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 more but these are the top ones and they're part of our faculty and the reason people come to the power networking conference and by the way if you want to know more about the power networking conference you want to see all the faculty you want to see our entire cur curriculum for the four intense days just go to powernetworkingconference.com www.powernetworkingconference.com but the reason you would want to come is, A, you have a level of consciousness that speaks to what I spoke to earlier, the need for us to develop ourselves around business, business systems, products and services, um, and to understand the the basics of financial literacy. So those are we only cover two subject matters at this conference for eighteen years: uh, uh, business development uh, and wealth creation, financial literacy, uh, you know, and financial education. So we deal with business and money, business and money. The third subject we cover is wellness. And when I say wellness, I mean psychological wellness and physical wellness. By the way, they are connected. Mm -hmm. Biological, uh, physical and psychological wellness are connected because we are still deeply wounded people. And so we have, we have stinking thinking, if I can say it in a sure, different way. Yeah. And, and too many of us, not all of us, just most of us. And so we have to work on our consciousness. We have to work on our mindset. We have to under, help our people understand the genius that is in them, the magnificence of our history, which is not just the 400 years of oppression and slavery that we tend to celebrate mm -hmm. uh, during Black History. History month, but it, it goes 6,500 years before that in Kemet, in what was known as Egypt. So uh, uh, we were, you know, incredible people. And by the way, let me remind everybody listening, uh, Egypt is in Africa. It is not in the Middle East. Uh, mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of people, no, no, it's in Africa. And so the people that built the pyramids and are in the Valley of the Kings are Africans, right? They're Africans. And we, what are we? African Americans. And when you walk into the tombs in the Valley of the Kings, you will see uh, painted on the walls and hieroglyphics and images of black people, every shade that you see black people right now, sure. right? So these were Africans. You want to see Wakanda on the real? Go to Egypt or Kemet. It was never Egypt. It was uh, renamed uh, Egypt by the Greeks who conquered it in around 300 B.C. 
right? But it was Kemet for thousands of years, and most people don't even know what Kemet means. You know what Kemet means? This is for, for our audience. Kemet means land of the blacks. Wikipedia, look it up. It means land of the blacks, right? Now, there are Arabs and Muslims in Egypt now, but it was not Arabs and Muslims in Egypt uh, 6,500 years ago. It was Africans. Uh, it was the, it was Egyptians who came up with the concept of monotheism. Monotheism is the worshiping of a single God, that there is only one God. There is not multiple gods for this and gods for that. We came up with that concept. An, an African pharaoh, Akhenaten, came up with the concept of monotheism. So when you think about who we are, the geniuses of our people, the, the wealth that we managed and created, the, the buildings and the things that we built, they're still trying to figure out to this day. I mean, do you think the Empire State Building is still going to be standing 6,500 years from now? Well, the pyramids of Giza still are standing. Right? That's how awesome we are. And Black Panther and Wakanda, oh yeah, 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 Kemet was Wakanda on the real. Wow. So, just tuned in. This is uh, what you <laughs> learn, this is what you learn, and you are immersed in at the Power Networking Conference, right? Not only you learn how to manage and leverage your, your finances, and you learn how to do business and to employ our people, because... Ultimately, we must become the number one employer of our own people. Jews are the number one employer of Jews. Asians are the number one employer of Asians. East Indians are the number one employer of East Indians. Arabs are the number one employer of Arabs. So we ultimately, by the end of this century, must become the number one employer of our own people because we have to create work and jobs for our people because that's the only way to raise up the poor. And every immigrant group that has ever come to this country has understood that but black people. Ninety-seven percent of us have jobs because our parents wanted for us what they could not have, and they could not get a good education and get a good job in this country, so that's what they wanted for their children, and that was the mantra of my generation, but that's not what I am teaching my two sons. I've taught them to get a good education and to create a job. Create a job for yourself, create a job for your children, and if God gives you the power and the glory, you must create work and jobs for our people. And and so this is what we focus on, teaching our people how to do better business, how to love each other so that we can connect the dots and leverage more effectively our collective resources and intellectual capital. We're a $1.5 trillion annual economy. If we were a nation, we'd be the 16th richest nation in the world. So this is what you will learn. This is what you will be immersed in. But let me just warn everybody. This conference is not for everybody. Right? This, in fact, I teach black people when they're starting and building businesses. If you're building or starting or creating a service for everybody, you're creating a business or service for nobody. Mm. Right? So this is not for everybody. It's for people who think like J.R. Finwick and his brother and, 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 and the incredible people and Damon John uh, uh, and, and the incredible and, 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 uh, Alhaj Dangote, right? The richest black person in the entire world, male or female, right? It's for conscious brothers and sisters who want to get more conscious, who are interested in, in creating 
excellence when it comes to their product or service and who are ready, willing, and able to provide those products and services in a teaching kind of way, in a loving kind of way, in an, in an excellent kind of way, because that's what we need. We need black excellence, and we are excellence. It's in our DNA, right? But much has happened to us. Much has happened to us. And I understand the reasons why so many of us have stinking thinking, and the system is still not what it needs to be to support and to maximize the full human potential of black people. And by the way, until the, the full human potential of black people is maximized in this country, America will never maximize its full human potential. Anytime you're holding someone down, you're holding yourself down. So... Mm. This is the kind of philosophy, this is the kind of ranting, if you will, this is the kind of evangel evangelism, this is the kind of preaching and teaching that we do at the Power Networking Conference. So if you ain't about that, don't come to this conference. If you are about that, right, whether you are employed uh, and, and you are an aspiring wannabe entrepreneur, whether you are certainly are an entrepreneur, whether you are a conscious brother or sister and understand that we have to come together, love each other, and work with and through each other and collaborate, not just cooperate. Cooperation, I teach this all the time, cooperation means one plus one equals two. Collaboration means one and one equals eleven. We are a about collaboration. That's what we are about, and this is what the conference is about, and we can start you off. We can teach you how to double your streams of income every single year. There should not be a black person in America with a single stream of income. There is no reason for that. There is unlimited opportunity in this country in spite of racism. There is unlimited opportunity. So we are not lacking opportunities as black people in this country. What we are lacking is capacity. So the 20, so, so the next 20th century for us must be about building capacity to take advantage of the unlimited opportunity in this great country that we live in. Beautiful. Man, I couldn't even interrupt you to tell folks who they were listening to. <laughs> it was great. If you just tuned in, this is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today. Honored to have Dr. George Frazier, the Dr. George Frazier, along with J.R. Fenwick, uh, just having a, a very real conversation about what is necessary in order to elevate our group, in order to get us to the next level. Uh, if you've just tuned in, I encourage everyone to go on to powernetworkingconference.com, learn a little bit more about uh, this great annual event. This is year number 18, was it, for the Power Networking Conference? The Power Networking Conference is uh, June the 26th through the 29th. It's four intense days, as JR can tell you. We start at 6 in the morning. You have three options at 6 in the morning. Nice. You can go into a prayer room, you can go into a meditation room, nice. or you can go into a physical fitness room. And right. then we go until 12 midnight. 12 midnight. We have eight concurrent workshops that start at 9 o'clock at night, every night, right, uh, and end at midnight, and you can't get in those workshops. That's how hungry uh, our people are for the knowledge that we are bringing to them and the experts like JR that we are bringing to them, right? And it's the only black conference you can go to in America that if you go down to the bar on Wednesday night, Thursday night, or Friday night, right, or Saturday night, there are no black people 
hanging out in the bar. They're all in classrooms. They're all getting uh, networking. They're educating themselves. And so, again, this is a conference you come to. If you want to access the best and brightest minds and talents, you want to hook up and collaborate with the brother or sister that's, that's doing good and righteous things, this is the place to be, June 26th through 29th in Houston, Texas. JR, let me ask you, what benefits have you gotten by attending the PNC every year? Wow, I, 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 <laughs> I could take a whole hour doing that, but I'll, I'll just narrow it down. <laughs> or you can tell us what your favorite uh, part is, either either way. You know, I think my favorite part is, um, imagine just going into a, almost like a stadium-like environment with beautiful, well-dressed, sharp, intelligent black folks who are networking and talking about any and everything to help uplift our community. So you can go in there literally not knowing anybody and walk out uh, with a contract with somebody. Say you're interested in, in, in whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever field of interest you have, there's experts here, 60 different workshops going on. Uh, but outside of the workshops, I love the networking piece of just meeting new people. Hey, what are you doing? What are you looking for? And, and, and when you, when you approach it like that, hey, you know, uh, what are you looking for? You know, um, you'll find that that comes back to you as the people like, what are you looking for? And you start, you start that, that collaboration and you start, I've made so many lifetime friends from going there. Uh, business has exploded by going there. Um, and then the town hall meetings. I love when Dr. Frazier gets up and interviews people. And you really get to see an in-depth uh, discussion and how this person thinks. How do they get to where they were or, or where they are now and where they came from? You know, and, and one thing I love, I, I love that Dr. Frazier says, he hasn't said it yet, but I, I will say it for him. Mm-hmm. And I did. <laughs> that is, look, you got to go where the influential and power brokers are. Because they ain't coming to you. Sure. They don't know who you are. So you have to go to them. And I can tell you, when you come to the Power Networking Conference, it's probably going to be an overwhelming experience at first because when you walk through those doors and just see this stuff, it's unlike anything you've seen before. Unlike it. So, but yeah, the networking, the workshops, the knowledge. uh, And then the other thing is, and Dr. Frazier won't say this, he's a living legend. And a big celebrity. But when he walks through that hall, you're not going to see him with bodyguards and all this. He's very approachable. Just You can come up and say, hello, hello, how you doing? Give him your name, your card, introduce talks. He's not going to be sitting up on a 20-foot stage and not interacting with the people. So um, it's, it's just you just have to experience it. That's all I can say. You've got to experience it. And so uh, I'm excited. You know, JR, that's a that's a wonderful segue. I just want to say something very quickly. Sure. The biggest the biggest complaint that we get regarding the Power Networking Conference from our attendees and our registrants is Dr. Fraser, I went back home and I tried to explain this conference mm-hmm. to my brother, my sister, my friends, or you know, my, my girlfriend or whatever. And I couldn't explain it. I just ended up saying to them, you just have to be there. I can't explain it. Now, what they really said is what exactly what we need. You see, black people have to feel you. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we feel you through not only your energy and your ideas, but your expressions of love, the touching, because we're a hugging conference. We don't shake hands. In fact, we're the only conference at the end of the conference. All 50 of the faculty members line up. Everybody at the conference lines up orderly, and every single person goes down a line where every faculty member hugs them. That's how we end the conference. It's sort of a, a giant love fest, right? And people yeah. patiently wait up to an hour to get their hug from each and every faculty member. That's how much we need the love. And and, and so people can't explain that. You see, so it's, 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 it's how we make people feel, and it's difficult to express that in words unless you are there, as J.R. Uh, so beautifully and articulately and eloquently stated. You just have to be in, you have to be there, you have to be in the mix. This is a different kind of conference. And because there's a, you know, there's a paradigm, there's a stereotype for what, what a conference typically is. And it's not this. Uh, we believe that black people miss each other. Uh, often we have been called a professional family reunion. That's really what it ends up being, a mm. professional family reunion. It's a huge family because we are one big family. I mean, we are of the same family. And so that's mm. the feeling and that's the spirit that that people find very difficult to describe and end up at default, uh, Lee, saying, uh, you just have to be there. Okay, got you. Wow, we've got about five minutes until we go to our next break. Let me ask this. JR, you've known Dr. Frazier for 30 years. What's the one question that you still like to ask him? Wow. There's one question I would ask that I want to ask Dr. Frazier. You've had so many accomplishments, so many achievements, uh, influenced uh, so many people, been friends with so many people. This, this is the one guy who, you know, you can pick up the phone and pretty much call anybody. Considered wow. America's number one black networker. Um, uh, so my question to you is, what is your proudest moment? If you had to identify one moment, which may be hard, or one event, mm. or one thing, what is your? what would that be that you just said, man, that's it. I did it. That's it. Yeah. Wow, JR. <laughs> you know, no, see, I, would, I would know you would go a mile deep. Right? That's just who you are, right? Oh, wow. Um, and you put me on the spot like that on national program. Um, and, and now, this is what I mean, I've never said this to anyone. I've never said this to anyone. Uh oh, this is the first, Blair. Um, this is the first. This is, on, this is, on your show. This is the this first. Is I hope you're recording this. I've never said this because actually, no one actually has ever asked me that question. Okay. Right. Uh, it, it reminds me of a of an interview, a television interview I did with NBC, and they asked me, "What what do I want to be remembered for?" And so we'll put a pin in that. But let me answer this question. And so I've never said this publicly uh, in my seventy four years of living. Okay. Um, so I've been black a long time. Yeah. My proudest moment is when everyone who has made my life or the conference and we recognize them, we call them up on the stage and 
people stand and applaud. My proudest moment is when everyone takes a bow. Mm. When everyone takes a bow. And I'm standing behind 200 people who are taking a bow for putting on, participating in, managing, driving, volunteering, and making the conference what it is. And I'm in the back. That cheers me up, and that is what gives me the proudest moment of, of, of that time, at that, in, in that moment. Um, I often tell people, I am... I am just the conductor, right? I'm the conductor. That's all I do is aggregate the best and brightest so that they can shine. And when they shine, I shine. So this, what's the secret here? The secret here is humility. The secret to my life is the need, and I think this is the secret, one of the secrets for success, to give all the credit away. Don't take the credit. Give it away. Give it away. And here's what happens. When you give it all away with sincerity and compassion, it actually all comes back to you anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds it sounds wacky, right? It sounds like what? What do you mean? No, give it away. When you give it away, you attract the best and brightest, right? Um, and you you get big things done, right? Because you cannot do it by yourself. Oh. There's a beautiful passage in there. There's Wait, Doctor Fraser, Doctor Fraser, Doctor Fraser. Thank you again, uh, J.R. Fimwick. Flip That Stock for your generous sponsorship of today's show. Again, Flip That Stock is an education technology company that specializes in teaching beginners how the stock market works and how to use cutting-edge technology to buy and sell stocks. FlipThatStock.com. We look forward to seeing everyone at the Power Networking Conference. Talk to you all soon. All right. Thanks so much, Blair. Stay with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram. And then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Phenomenal. Phenomenal.